Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. Further down into the water, you might say. How's everybody doing tonight? Did you catch that? Did you catch the promo earlier? Uh, some of the reactions have been fantastic. How's everybody doing tonight? Special edition FXE Live coming to you, as always, from Leesburg, Florida. How's everybody doing tonight? Yes, obviously, this is the jester, and I'll be joined in a little bit by the one, the only, obviously, my sidekick everywhere, J.T. Jason Townsend. Whew. You know, uh, as you can see, obviously, if you follow along these shows, and, and all these shows are brought to you by uh, FantasyJesterSports.com, Bob Talk Radio, and our fine list of sponsors, we'll be getting into them. As some of you may know or may not know, uh, Saturday's show, if you missed it, go back, listen to it either on FantasyJusticeSports.com or on iTunes. Go check it out. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, first of all, I had no voice. Uh, I've gotten it back, as you can tell. But in that one, it was was just funny, funny. If you want to laugh, it really is one of the better podcast uh, uh, that we've put out there, actually, a bunch of guests uh, on that night to fill in uh, because I couldn't talk, but uh, it was nonetheless uh, one hell of a show, and it included Ryan Walton. Now, Ryan Walton, as many of you may or may not know, uh, shark conservationist uh, out of West Palm Beach, uh, one of the sponsors to the show, and uh, he challenged me. See, he's also a wrestler, and he, he challenged me, and he did his best to challenge me, and this is what he's come up with. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, if you come into the water, I'll take on Renegade. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we talked earlier in the promo. If you haven't seen it, it's on the Fantasy Jester page on Facebook. And... uh I've asked the question, was that a real promo? Was that real? Was that fake? Am I going into the water? Am I really going to go swim with sharks? Something that I've said I'd never do. Folks, we're not talking about having that nice cage around you, you know, with the NASA-approved steel. We're talking about in the water. Hi, how you doing? Let me shake your hand. Oh, you don't have a hand, but you have a lot of teeth. Would I really do this? It was it a work? I've challenged the whole world to do it too. Let's see anybody else do it. So at the end of the show, we're going to find out, was that real? Was that live? Was that Memorex? Was that really Jester? 
going to do this or was that just a work? And <laughs> much like, uh, you know, uh, I touted uh, it was just the end of Jester and all that, making like uh, it was a retirement party and psych, ah, it wasn't. Uh, is this a work too? Uh, and uh, just a, basically a promo for Shark Week and uh, getting the knowledge of the conservation out there for Ryan. See, you, you have your two schools of thought, and we're going to bring in JT any minute now, and we're going to bring in Busy J. We've got JT coming from Texas. We've got Busy J coming from New York, calling into the show. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, they're on with us every week. We're going to get into a whole thing. We'll talk. WWE's latest debacle and uh, what we liked about it, what we didn't like and all that stuff, but yeah, um, there are two schools of thought here, and it is either A, this is Jester pulling a <laughs> are you kidding me? There's no way I'm doing this. You gotta be nuts if you think I'm doing it. And it could very well be that. And then there's the other school of thought that says, well, but if we're dealing with uh, Jester, he's oppositional defiant. And for the most part, you really don't want to challenge him to a lot of things. Um, And he's actually going in the water with sharks. That and many more answers to come later in the show. But right now, why don't I bring in my cohorts, my partners in crime on this. First, let's bring in JT from Texas. You can find him on Twitter, Fez437. That's F-E-Z 437 on Twitter. The one and only JT. Jason, what's up, man? How you doing? Jester, I'm listening to all this. You know, it's been a fun week. <laughs> Ryan on Saturday night. Uh, I'm not feeling it, man. I know you. There's there's no way you're getting your ass in that water with those sharks, man. It's not happening. Uh, you can sit here and tell me that all you want to, man, but I've known you too long. Uh, and I got to ask you, you know, I'm having, I'm having a little brain, little brain tease tonight here. You know, a little quick baseball question for you. You know, Javier Baez today for the Cubs. So, oh, for, you know, three strikeouts in the game is the sombrero. Four strikeouts in the game is the golden sombrero. So would five strikeouts in one game be the platinum sombrero? I tell you, I tell you, you know, I don't know what you actually call it, but to me, I, I would call it somebody who obviously had him on his fantasy team today and needed to come up with a nickname <laughs> for him. That's what I call oh, it. Oh, I have to at this point. Yeah, I got to at this point. <laughs> five Ks from one batter. It's killing me. Oh, um, my Lord. Hey, you know what? Shark Week. Yeah. You getting in the water with the sharks. This I got to see. <laughs> I got to say real quick, a little, yeah. little shout to Mrs. J. I saw the video that she put up there. There's ass clowns dragging that poor shark behind that speedboat like it was some sort of toy. You know, it's people like this out there that – are the reason people fear sharks and don't pay attention to people like Ryan Walton that try to explain to us, hey, there's no reason to be like this. You're only hurting yourselves because we are. We're going to hurt ourselves in the long run by doing this. So uh, it's a big week. I'm still waiting to see you put your money where your mouth is. So that's the big thing for me. Yeah, you know, like I said uh, before I brought you in too to everybody is there are – 
It's very, very cut and dry. You are either on the side that there is no way in hell I'm ever doing this, or you're on the side that, no, Jester is that defiant. And it, I mean, his defiance will win out over the fear. <laughs> you do you have know? that going for you, yeah. Yeah, you do. So it, it, it is really, it, it is really uh, the question has been, is it real or is it a work? Was I just spewing stuff to spew or is this well, real? Well, you know, is it real? I've heard you say on this very network, on the Fantasy yeah. Jester family networks, that you wouldn't yeah. do this. So it, it's been it, it's been it, said, and and we'll get into that too. Yeah, uh, we actually have a clip we're going to play for people. Uh, where this subject was brought up before with somebody else, uh, one of our guests. So we'll go ahead and play that clip in a little bit. Let's go ahead. Let's get New York in here. You know, I want to get the New York feel for this. Do they think that this is real or is this Jester being, you know, Jester being Jester? Is it Manny being Manny? Is it Jester being Jester? We're going to find out from New York on the phone right now, folks. Busy J, Jason Cordner. Busy, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you fellas doing tonight? Oh, what's up, Busy? Having fun. Much. I, I, I think it's just, I, just, I think you're being real about this because I, I think you're up for the challenge. I can't see you turn this down or not being real. So you know, oh, Busy's just trying to get a raise. Busy's trying to get a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, no, but it's true. I mean, this is, and this is how it is throughout the whole you know, group of us here, folks, at, at FantasyJusticeSports.com, it, it really is cut down the middle that, and, and here, you know you're doing a good job. This is true story. I can get her in here and on the line or, 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 or I have her call in or something, okay? Mrs. Jester still oh. can't figure it out. This is true story. I swear she has no idea. She can't figure out if I'm being real about this or this is, this is just me having fun with the listeners. And that's a well, true she story. Probably thinks, she probably thinks, well, hey, she came on and had some fun with you Saturday night, so now <laughs> it's your turn to kind of you know, come back at her. So. I ha- you know, hey, listen, as you may or may not know, folks, uh, Mrs. Jester – does these dives? She snorkels or and, and or dives. Uh, there's two different trips that you can take with Ryan, either snorkel or diving, depending on which mm-hmm. boat and what day of the week and all that stuff. Um, Mrs. Jester does this, so I'm just trying to be half the man Mrs. Jester is. Now I have be a honest. question to ask, though. And this, yeah. this is for me having met the woman and, and seeing the legend in person. Is she a braver woman because she's married to you? Or is she a braver woman because she dies with sharks? I mean, inquiring minds want to know. I can tell you, okay, that hands down, this is a ridiculous question. Shouldn't even be asked. <laughs> I, 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 and anybody who knows me, that Mrs. Jester is going to be she's up for sainthood for putting up with me. The sharks are way easier. True story. 
That is the, my Mrs. Jester's a saint, folks. I am a nightmare. I, I yes, he, he is. Listen, and that's the great part is you don't know which part is a work and which one is real because you don't know is the nightmare real or not. And sometimes the nightmare is real. Up in flames match, stuff like that. Bonagra videos where I eat a little blue carrot dressed as a bunny and my ears go up. Oh, that yeah, is a funny yeah. video, though. That really is. That's classic jester right there. Because <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. And, and that's the thing. It's just like the show. And, and it, it, you know what? That's what I'm trying to say about what FXE is working on bringing is stuff that you don't know what you're going to get. Is it real? Am I really going to get this? Am I not going to get it? What about it is going to be real? What's a work? What isn't? And the last time I heard, that's what the business is supposed to be about. Yep. What's real? What's a work? And when your wife can't tell if it's real or a work, I must be doing something right. I've known the woman a rather long time. She has no clue. Speaking of no clue, let's get to WWE, shall we? Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, bravo. Bravo. I have to applaud myself on that one. I really do. Uh, Let's get into it. Busy J, start us off, man. Start us off with the Sunday pay-per-view event. What did you like? What did you not like, my man? Oh, another lackluster pay-per-view by the WWE. I I did like I did enjoy the first match, the tag team championship match. I thought it was interesting. I didn't like the ending though. I didn't think you need to give the belt to New Day as of yet. I would have rather the Usos kept it in going to SummerSlam. And what I really didn't like was the Punjabi prison match. I did like the involvement of the Singh brothers, but the whole Great Khali like really we're, we're really going that angle now. Okay. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised at the Kali. It was kind of hard to watch and see through it, though, too. I mean, it was kind of cumbersome, you know, to try and watch. And, I mean, as it is, you're already restricting the, the, the workers' movements and what they can do. Uh, some of it, though, some of it, um, in particular on that match, and JT, you know, um, I, I liked when it came out of there. I, I liked uh, if you if you looked at Orton's arm being a mess and all that, and mm-hmm. I, I, there were there were good parts. I actually, you know, some of the pay per view, dare I say, some of some of it wasn't too bad. You know, you alluded to wow. Busy J. What I liked too was the energy and the wrestling out of that tag team match. Yep. The only other match, and this is going to be crazy. Because it gets absolutely no storyline. The other match that had that kind of uh, energy and all that was Sami Zayn and Canellis. That actually, it had no storyline, but those guys worked nice. That was, they did a nice right. job with no storyline. And that's just, a, I mean, that's, that's some of what I pulled out real quick from it that I felt was okay. Okay. good. That was good. Uh, JT, was there anything that you well, picked out from it that you liked in particular or no? I have, well, 
WWE, I hope you're listening because I actually have something good to say about you. But let me start with the bad. I got four. A guy that was exactly a guy that was extremely popular in NXT and Ty Dillinger has now become a complete afterthought because WWE has no idea how to use this guy. Uh, You lose clean to Aiden English. Excuse me. I mean, why yeah. don't you just shoot Ty Dillinger now and get it over with? So, uh, what a waste of a, a waste of a popular character there. But I'm going to applaud WWE uncreative for thinking outside the box and attempting this Punjabi prison match of theirs. Again, did it work the way they hoped it would? Probably not. But I do like the fact that they were thinking outside the box on yes. this a little bit and giving us something a little different than the same old status quo that we usually get. So. Uh, kudos to the to the guys for at least giving that an attempt. Okay. Good. Yeah. No. And that that is that is a fair assessment. Wow. You know, folks. Usually, I'll, I'm the one that I'll call a painfully honest, good or bad. JT is usually just bad, and Busy J is uh, hopeful. That's the best <laughs> way I can describe Busy J. Busy J is always looking for that that silver lining. But you know, WWE like. You'll pull through for me, guys. I know you will. You know, um, <laughs> it really is. It is. Um, no, I, I also like the women's match. I like the women's match. I like the pace. Believe it or not, there are some that complain about uh, how fast some of the eliminations went. I liked it. It was pace. Okay. It added excitement. Um, it, they didn't draw it out, you know. There was. There, I, I have always, I've gotten to be more and more a fan of some of the work by the women, and they had they had really good workers in the ring that night. I mean, and, and it worked as far as how they helped the story flow through. They didn't drag it on, and it was quick and quick eliminations. I don't know. I just, right, I, right. I, I, I didn't mind it. I liked it. Now uh, again. For the now, most part, it wasn't really that bad. It wasn't bad. Well, let me ask you to this. I mentioned Ooh. my problem with the DQs and the no contest that they're going. And sure enough, there's Baron Corbin going for his version of Shattered Dreams on Nakamura, uh, getting himself. I know that WWE's got big plans. I know they, you know they want to make him hated before he cashes in money in the bank. I get that. But, again, a guy like Nakamura should be a guy that I think that they're featuring and not wasting his talent. You could have put Corbin in a match with anyone and had him do that. And uh, and then, again, AJ Styles, what's going on there, really? That's where we're going to come back to earth with WWE. What's up with AJ Styles? Come on. Uh, I'll tell you what, before I get into the negative, yeah, I'll let, I'll let Busy J uh, address the negative and what you're talking about, and then I'll get into it. Go ahead, Busy. I, I totally agree. The only thing I can say what they're doing, because I'm a firm believer, and I know this sounds crazy, I think Baron Corbin is cashing in at SummerSlam in the Universal title match. I don't know why, but that's the theory that, that's circulating in my okay. head. Okay. Uh, I like I I do agree with you with the whole DQ and no contest and they had a little match again tonight on SmackDown and that seemed to be you know the one off by Nakamura. I guess it, it's just they're just doing things to fill time. That's the only thing. That's the only assumption I can come up with. That's why they're being really lazy with it. And you know I know I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead to um Raw, but even like the SummerSlam main event for Raw. Why do we have a four way? I thought it was a waste of four competitors. 
even though it's, it's more likely that Brock is dropping the title at SummerSlam, but do we really right. need a fatal four-way? You know, what's up with all these extra bookings and matches? Why can't we have, like, real well, rivalries, real storytelling, exactly. real character development? Why we got to be rushing everybody into these triple threats, fatal four-ways, things like that? And, Busy, let me ask you this, and Jester, chime in as well. How long on this show were the three of us clamoring to see Nakamura? Have the fans been clamoring to see this guy come up uh, from up to the main roster and start to, you know, let this guy showcase the ability that he has? He's up, and it's almost like he not to the not to the probably extent that Ty Dillinger's an afterthought, but he almost feels like one on the show. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It, it's bad, but uh, JC, before before I answer that real quick for you. How do you feel about this? Like, we talk about the whole NXT and how they don't really seem to be promoted properly on the main roster. We know it's coming up after SummerSlam. It's going to have another influx. This time, you're probably going to get Oscar. It's weird mm. if she lands on SmackDown, which probably needs her more. We already see how they're fucking Charlotte. Like, what do you think of that? What do you think of what do you think of Oscar or Bobby Roode about to come up down the you know down the pipeline? Would that help? Well, that, think- would that help with? Does that help with the you know character development right now, or? Well, if they stick with them, I mean, if they don't come out to these absolutely enormous pops for the first month, it seems like oh, okay, they failed. Let's move on to the next project. But it's almost like they're going to do to her what they did to Becky Lynch. I mean, I remember six to eight months ago, Becky Lynch was the next hottest thing. She'd been trained by Finn Balor. You know, she was the next face of uh, SmackDown, and at this point now, where is she? Um, yeah. hey, I mean, hold on, can, yeah. I, can I point something out? And maybe it's my imagination. Maybe it's my imagination. But didn't Becky Lynch lose luster right around? The, it seems funny that she lost luster and fanfare and the push from WWE the same time Bauer got hurt. Oh, funny how that happens. Yeah, funny how that happens. You're right. <laughs> You know, and now Bauer is not. Listen, he's a mid-card guy, and pretty much they're doing the same with her. You know, I wish they they would stop. You know, there's a couple of things about the women. First, I wish they'd stop. Put the belt on the beast. Put the belt on Nia Jax and make her the longest belt holder in WWE history. Make her make make her a storyline. You haven't done anything. Listen, I don't understand this. You have not a freak of nature, but an oddity for women wrestling. Okay? You have a big lady like that who dwarfs the little ones, has the power has the agility, but she's got no storyline. And she's got no voice. Yeah, that's the problem. She can't talk. She can't. She has no mic skills. She has zero mic skills. you got to get her her own Brock Lesnar. You know, has, has Paulie, has Uncle you know, Paul Heyman. you got to get that for her. You get her a mouthpiece, then I think she gets the push that you're talking about. I think maybe, and I'm hoping, Busy, I'm going to, slide your way a little bit here. I'm hoping WWE will come through on that one. Get her a mouthpiece and treat her like you do Brock Lesnar. Treat her the exact same way. You know, the beast incarnate, but 
you know, whatever her moniker is. You know, and you asked about Bobby Roode real quick. Unfortunately for him, I see him being another Dolph Ziggler as far as WWE is concerned. I think that's where you're going to see his, his precedent uh, of, of his career. And that's the way it looks like is I think that's what they're going to do with him. Wow. Well, unfortunate. It doesn't matter. We, we, you know what? He, we addressed this uh, uh, before, too. As far as my opinion on all that, who they should bring up, who they could bring up and all that, I've mentioned this before. You could literally bring up Jesus and the disciples. And WWE uncreative would blow it. You have seen, all right, here's, and here's how you can blow something. Here's how you can blow something in the (laughs) middle of a show. It knows that kind of show. (laughs) Sometimes, sir. Sometimes on good nights. Um, (laughs) Hi, you've reached just as love line if you're lonely tonight. (laughs) Um, No, so... Here's how you can really make a mistake in handling your wrestling. <laughs> the AJ Styles Kevin Owens match. Here's oh, one terrible. for everybody. Everybody wonders why that was so awkward at the end. Why no replays? Because it was a last minute change. He went in there. AJ went in that ring. Owens went in that ring. The referee went in that ring. At the beginning of that match, AJ Styles was supposed to win. Just before the ending, an audible was called. Owens is to win. Win now. Are you talking Montreal screw job type of thing? That is why Styles is beyond upset. And why the ending A looks so awkward, Very and clumsy. B never showed a replay on a match where the belt changes. Wow! So interesting you say you that. How yeah, well, no, wait a minute. Good point. Wait yeah. a minute. So, so what you're what you're implying here is maybe not to the extent of the Montreal screw job but maybe AJ Styles is getting hosed when there's all kinds of talk that AJ Styles' dream match would be against the guy that got screwed, you know, or not, you know, that screwed someone else in the Montreal screw job, the old Shawn Michaels thing. So that'd be an interesting, <laughs> uh, interesting uh, twist of fade if I could borrow that from the Hardys. Sure, they'll let you. They have no problem. They're good guys. Um, the, uh, no, I, but that's, that is going to be interesting to see now, is that part storyline, or was something going on? Did, so the question did AJ, for both of you guys. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Did AJ, did AJ do something wrong in the match that pissed Vince off for uh-huh. Vince to change the call? Or is this part, like you said, part of the storyline? I don't know. If I, it's I, not. I, I'm, I don't know. I can't call Go ahead, it. Busy. No, so I really no. don't know. That's what, I didn't think about that until, you know, you mentioned it. Maybe he really did something that really ticked Vince off. Because uh, it's like even in the beginning of SmackDown tonight, there's really no, you know, no fanfare to Kevin Owens being champion again. So I don't know. Maybe it was something that he did that he didn't like. Yeah, the only thing, 
Only thing worse is John Cena won again. But here's a two-part question to both of you. This time next year, okay, approaching SummerSlam 2018, A, is AJ Styles with the WWE? And B, if he's not, where is he? New Japan. I think he's he goes there. Back. I think he's there. I think he. I think he's there only because I think he's going to main a co-main event of WrestleMania. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So you guys are split on that then. Yeah. New Japan. No doubt. Well, here's my call. I think you may see him back with. Uh, I think you may see Mr. J- uh, Jeff Jarrett by about that time start maybe reacquiring some of his former great talent, or at least that brand's uh, great talent, to make a push. Difficult. Do you hear some of the demands on the contracts? If you go, if you uh, wrestle for for them uh, anywhere else, uh, say you go do an independent show or whatever, uh, you have to give them 10% of whatever you signed for with for that show. Mm-hmm. And um, whatever merchandise that they sell of you, your likeness, anything like that, okay, you don't get any. You don't get a percentage. So I, I don't know how many quality people, quality people, need to go to a promotion like that. Where it's simply, I mean, they when you can make Vince not look like a tightwad, you've gone some. Oh, absolutely. Now, but I mean, just like in WWE, though, not all contracts are the same. Lesnar can do what he wants. Cena can do different things that others can't do. So maybe Jarrett does something where, hey, AJ Styles, you come back. Rules are different for you, sir. Rumor has it like three or four people have already walked with that new rule. That's what I'm hearing. They're bound. They're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I, I'm gonna be. You know, I. I when I first saw that he was going to take over and actually run things again, I had hope because uh, when he was there, uh, obviously that was at their height, and I thought he'd do it again, and it. I don't know. It doesn't seem it, it, it. He, he's worried about too much little BS. Listen, if you're really worried about the name broken and the whole broken thing, you know what? You shouldn't have let the Hardys walk then. You know damn well, you know damn well that the Hardys carried that company when they didn't have to, they were paying out of their pocket and doing shows to help that brand when they didn't have to. They could have let that brand sink. Had they wanted to take Broken, had they wanted to take my wife, I would have let them at that point because they had saved our asses. Or I would have kept them. How about that one? Hey, you guys were there for us. We're going to be, listen, I, you're the type of people we want in our business long term. No, obviously, you can go help Jarrett, and you can go help the former TNA, whatever name it is this week, okay? It'll be different <laughs> in a couple more months. 
No, it's a friggin' joke. But here, what yeah. kind of example are you showing the rest of your talent and the talent pool that is that you can have people, good people, the Hardys are good people. You can have good people like that do what they do to save your company and you're not going to do what you have to to keep them around to make them the face of your company? And then on top of it, you're not going to keep them. All right, fine. So you're going to let them walk to a rival company. There's some more great business I'd like to ask them about. You're going to let your best talent go to your rival, your biggest rival, but you're going to try and keep him keep them from using broken. Sir, you make no flipping sense to me. I'm done. Sorry. I had to get that out. JC, no, well, I take it from you. Oh, well, let's uh let's take a look start busy. You'd mentioned raw a little bit. What else what else are your thoughts on this week's episode of Raw and saying that uh jumps out at you other than what you mentioned earlier? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, here's my question. <laughs> he's sitting there going, Jesus, who asked Jester all that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jester Sorry, sometimes dude. has to get that. It happens, man. That's happens. why I have that rant. <laughs> he had to get that app system busy, that's all. Uh, yeah. So, Emma coming out last week and saying she's not happy with how she's being used. My response or my oh, thoughts on that is she should just be happy she's being used. <laughs> Uh, I mean, at this point, I'll you use her if have, you have a role. Oh, she's all yours, man. Be careful. She may steal your underwear. Um, but let, let's be real. Finn Balor, okay, uh, what the hell? Bray Wyatt? I mean, where did that come from? Go ahead, Biz. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe this is what's going to get us to get the Demon King back. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like that feud at all. Well, I can, we can only hope it's more of a feud than what we saw with Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. But, uh, I mean, how many times are they going to just absolutely have Balor? I mean, I get Elias Sampson. He's not. He's a talented individual, talented worker. But uh, I just – I get it. You know, Bray Wyatt interferes the match. Sister Abigail, Finn Balor loses. But you think this is where the prelude to the Demon King starts, Jester? You know, they're either gonna they're either gonna bring him back. Listen, they are either gonna bring back the Demon King or they're gonna bury the. Seriously, seriously, they're too busy. They're too busy with the dumbass shit like they did with Jason Jordan, that poor kid. (laughs) Did you see? I mean, they made him come out there like uh, uh, he had no testicles left. It's all, I, I mean, it was terrible what they made that young man do now for his character. I, I just, listen, you're talking to somebody who, like I said, there were parts of, uh, of Sunday that I actually liked. Call me crazy. But then you can get into the whole other realm of how these guys, I, I just don't understand it. So, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm, I, folks, you have to understand, I call it as I see it. I don't care, good or bad. I've said the good. I'm not trying to pick on WWE, and I'm not trying to be neg on the whole thing. But give me something good. 
Give me something so, different. Uh, well, here. Here you go. Let's go somewhere around with a couple guys from your neck of the woods. Mama Cass versus your, your Mama Cass versus, uh, you know, Enzo once again. I mean, how many times are we going to see this? Oh, well, they're going to they're gonna, – because, you know, I'm starting to believe that they do that, okay, simply because they don't know where to go. They drag it out. They drag it out because that's easier than having to actually write a continued storyline week in, week out for 52 weeks in a year. Which begs this question to me, folks, to the other day, somebody said to me, is it time for WWE to have an off season? If creative, if this was, yeah, no, this was, this was, I I, I thought it was a great question because only for this. I, me personally, I don't believe that they should. Me personally. And I'll tell you why. Because you should be able to be creative 52 weeks a year. You're freaking WWE. You should have the best writers. If you don't have the writers to make it creative, that you don't have to have the same bullshit story for a month, two months on end, where we're seeing the same damn match over and over with no new parts to the story, then yes, you need to have an off season. Well, speaking of seeing the same match over and over, <laughs> Bailey versus Alexa Bliss for the for the title yet again. I mean, is is Bailey still around? Yeah. <laughs> Bailey's still around. The interaction there, okay, they they keep going back and forth between Bailey and Sasha Banks, Bailey, Sasha, and, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Some of the storylines, they go, and then they stop, and they freeze. They don't add to it. They don't twist on it so that the story itself has growth and it branches out into why the final match, if you're going to have any two opponents wrestle each other for a series, my opinion on this and guys, I I like to know busy J your opinion first and then JT. If you're going to have that, have it for four to six week intervals so that you have the storyline, you have it move on, it can build up to a crescendo, and because you have nine million pay-per-views now, you can end the storyline on a pay-per-view. And you alternate it because it is on a six-week schedule, okay? Every storyline doesn't end on the same pay-per-view, so that if you keep it on a four to six week rotation, you're keeping story fresh by rotating it through, but you're also pushing the storyline, making it have to build in a six week period. And you should be able to. I don't know. Uh, busy. What do you think about that four to six week period 
where that's it. You build your story on and you move on from it. That's that's brilliant because not only do oh. you not rush the storyline, actually have a great <laughs> build. And my whole problem with the WWE is like 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 JT said earlier, we went from Seth Rollins feuding with Bray Wyatt, and it was like it came as fast as it left, and now. Now, all of a sudden, he has a generic storyline with Finn Balor. So I totally agree. I think the WWE needs to be more creative, get more people involved, and like, like you said, alternate it. Since they have, a pay, they have a pay-per-view every month, you could alternate storylines. You could have the shooting this week and they have them not feud the next following week and then vice versa. So I, to, I totally agree with it. It's a brilliant idea. And JT just like is on the floor pounding the floor with both fists right now. Just don't ever call him brilliant or anything he <laughs> says brilliant, busy. What are you thinking, man? Oh, I mean, Lord. Christ. He has to live I with mean, me, uh, busy. Yeah, I mean, don't play with fire, Scarecrow. You're going to get burned. Um, anyway, brilliant. Um, let's go with this. I don't disagree with it. Not a bad idea. Okay, but hell, I remember they used to have. Brilliant? No, oh hell no, never. Um, back when they used to have storylines that went on for five or six months and they didn't get old. They didn't get old then because it was. But they actually can't do that now, weird. apparently. Well, no, but here's my point. If you go, Vince, you tight ass, you got a billion dollars as it is, dude. Pull a couple extra coins out of your pocket. Throw them to some real writers, because if you can actually build some four, five, six month storylines, some actually good ones like the Macho Man used to have with Hogan, or you know, I'm just throwing guys out there. Hell, even in the Attitude Era, you had them. I mean, Al Snow with his stupid little head running around. I mean, that dude had storylines for years with people. So, just get some I'll better writing. I'll tell you what. Here's my challenge. I see. It's all about challenges lately. It seems. It is about. Here's challenges my challenge. Today. Yeah, it is. Here's my challenge to Vince. Here's my challenge to Vince. Okay. I promise Vincent McMahon that this show will never say a negative word again about creative if he does one thing. Vince, or somebody who knows Vince, get this to Vince. Vince, it's real simple, my man. How about we do this? I will come to WWE free of charge. I will come there for one month free of charge. I will work for free one month in the creative department. If I haven't changed things and if the ratings don't take a complete turn in the other direction, the way that they should be going, I will walk away with my tail between my legs and forever proclaim the greatness that is the current WWE creative. That's my challenge. See, because, you know, that is what's wrong with it. You have fantastic workers, Vince. Fantastic workers. Men and women out there working every day to perfect their craft, putting their life on the line for you, for the fan. The fan and the worker deserve better creative to make it more fun. I'm not the only one saying this, Vince. Your numbers are, sir. I'm not making this up. I couldn't say it if it wasn't true. 
Somebody please get that to him. Well, how about this? How about Vince's target audience now is kids, and they don't really care about the story. They don't care. Nope. So why pay the writers? His target audience is the kids, man. The kids will go up to up to the parents and yank on their shirt sleeves. Yeah, let's go see WWE, whatever. You know, buy me this toy. Buy me this video game from WWE. It's great. Parents are going to bring because, the kids regardless. Because of this, and I'll tell you why. Those kids don't have a job. See, you're supposed to be targeting the 20 to 30-year-olds Yep. who are looking for entertainment, who work and have coin in their pocket. See, that's all well and good that you want to do stuff for the kids. And I keep saying, have a separate show for the kids and those sponsors. You're yeah, freaking WWE. WWE. You're WWE. You can split it up a little bit better. And you can go ahead and provide a show like you used to have and like the money used to come in. See, Vince, it's a bottom line business. You know that. And the bottom line is your stock prices ain't what they used to be, my friend. Be more than glad to help you with that problem you seem to be having. Now, you can keep going on the path that you are, sir. That's more than I have no problem with that. I'll be taking my creative mind and my creative team to FXE and what we're doing with Lies Ahead. One of the things that lie ahead is this conversation, though, about the challenge. Busy yep. Jay, you were on today, sir. That was a... Uh, that, that was a, a pretty good promo and a pretty good thing. And it has people wondering, was it real or not? And you're sticking by your story. Are you going to stick to that? You're thinking this is Absolutely. real? Absolutely. I think it's real. That's good. You can tell them it's real. Just don't tell them it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been muted after that one if he had control of the uh, of the studio. Oh, oh hell yeah! <laughs> I like you would have been yeah, banished. You got the band hammer at that point, buddy. Busy oh, Jay, man. I can see I, I can see uh, your minutes of talk time on this show uh, increasing in the future, sir. You keep that right up. You're doing a fine <laughs> job. <laughs> you got it. Seriously. <laughs> Busy J, as hey, always, congratulations, man. Thank by you. the way, Busy. Oh, thanks. Good again? Yeah, con- congratulations. You guys got rid of Derek Rose in New York, man. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and if the Cavs think they're going to win the championship with Derek Rose, they're <laughs> mistaken. Solidified. Done deal. Yeah, as always, Busy, great job. Great job. Thanks so much. Uh, folks, you can catch Busy J on FantasyJusticeSports.com, com, and everywhere else you can find. The Busy Brand, Busy J on Twitter. Biz, thanks, man. Jason, love you, man. You have a great night. See you guys, man. See you, Busy. Brilliant. He called me brilliant. <laughs> Seriously. I, I mean, that's, that's when you hang up the phone, man. That's when you hang up the phone. Stop it. Because, Haters. Here, no, 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 Haters no, no, no. Now, hold everywhere. On. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Help me help you. I'm just trying to help you. Obviously, he was inebriated during the show. Uh, there's no other excuse for him to say anything with you is brilliant. So, I mean, 
know, we're just making mm-hmm. sure, you know, quality of the Let's show. Let's be honest. Up, that's all. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, uh. Can't touch me. Don't want to. <laughs> uh, I'll, hey, listen. I knew it was coming. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. Oh. I'm brilliant. That dude you've been photoshopping, that dude you've been photoshopping in the chair, has a better chance of bringing sexy back than you do. Oh, oh, you, you, you know, folks, haters, haters everywhere. First, busy calls me brilliant. This man knows the beard plays. I'm a dual threat here. I didn't say the beard didn't play. I didn't say the beard didn't play. Well, the beard plays, and, and I'm brilliant. I, I, I'm just a dual oh. threat kind of guy. What can you say? Yeah, it's rough. I know it's a tough, it's a tough world when you have to live in it with somebody like the jester. I understand that it makes life unfair for the average person. No, 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 no. Let's talk about fair. Let's talk about this challenge with you going in with the fishies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, we've been talking about this, folks, and. Uh, you know, uh, real quick, FantasyJusticeSports.com brings you this show, FXE Live, this special edition. We're going to be getting into the challenge in, the, in just a minute. We're also brought to you by Blog Talk Radio. Are those crystal clear sounds? That's right. Absolutely fantastic to work your podcast through Blog Talk Radio. I highly recommend it. And their customer service happens to be really nice, too. They're great girls over there. Um, Folks, as always, we're, we're brought to you by BreadFromYourBed.com. That's right, your personal finance blog for everything you could possibly want or need for your own personal business, to grow a business, to get into, you know, you have an idea, how do I get it out there? Joey and the gang, BreadFromYourBed.com will be more than glad to help you build a website, social media, all of it, and you go on there right now. They've got a, they've got more things that they're giving away. They're giving away twenty dollars here and a thousand dollars there, and free websites that go check them out. Breadfromyourbed.com. Also, can't go without saying the great people down at Deep O, Deep Obsession Charters, West Palm Beach. The whole gang down there doing one hell of a job bringing you the best dives that you will find in the state of Florida. I know. Trust me, I know. I'm not just saying that. I know the other places. I know where they go. They're the best. Go see them and then tell me how great it was. Folks, we're going to be talking about Ryan Walton and uh, the shark dives and the conservation that he's doing. It is Shark Week, and if you've seen the promos today, either on Instagram, Facebook, and all that, Twitter, and all that, uh, JT and I have been talking uh, back and forth, and, and he's not sure. Uh, obviously, he thinks that uh, there's no way in hell that I'm you doing this. and. Well, and that, that's, that's, you see, here's the thing, and this might be 
a little bit of a hint for some of you, you know, trying to figure out, is this real? Is he going in with the Sharks? Uh, what, this, that, the other. We had a guest on the Fantasy Jester Show on Saturday nights. And you can go on iTunes, folks. Go check out some of our archive shows. I'm telling you, we've had some fantastic guests. Yes. And this, this guest here, for if you don't know the name, Luke Aikens, fantastic, first of all, interview. And quite the inspirational story. You know, Luke mm-hmm. Aikens did, and for lack of a better way to put it, JT, he helped people expand their minds of what they believe can and can't be done. Absolutely. How to yeah, go ahead and always believe if you, you know, if you think you can do it, go do it. Don't listen to anybody else because, you know, and even when he was first pitched, Luke Akins was the gentleman who dove 25,000 feet out of a plane without a parachute. Now, when he was first pitched that idea, he was, he thought it was crazy. There's no way, but then he looked into it as, okay, how could I pull it off? And he did. 25,000 feet out of a perfectly good plane without a parachute. And there's footage to prove it. And there is plenty of footage to prove it. An amazing, amazing story. So when I asked that man who jumped out of a plane at 25,000 feet, the following question was, would he dive with sharks without a cage? This This is a snippet from that interview. Great, Luke. Thanks so much. You, uh, like I said, you have stretched people's imagination. You've been an inspiration to what you can do. You can have people tell you that it's not possible. And if you find a way, if you take a look at something and you believe in your heart that you can work towards finding a way to make it possible, you can literally fall from the sky without a parachute. But let me ask you one last question, Luke. Are you shark diving without a cage? No way. Not doing that. Not doing it, huh? I've no, All right. Uh-uh. When I, when, I jump with the, uh, when I jump out, I have control over everything going on. With that shark, I'm in daring control. I don't think I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm, giving, I don't think I'm giving that up. Yeah, no, no. I can promise you I'm not doing it. Ooh, you wow. gave your word. You gave your word. I promise you, I'm not doing it, was what I told Luke Aiken. But isn't it, I mean, mm. all right, first of all, is it me? Let, let, hold on, let's go with the whole premise, first of all, of what Ryan has thrown out there and what he does for a living. Folks, it's about Shark Week. It's about shark conservation. There is a lot going on under the water. If you think that we're screwing things up on top of the water, you should see what goes on and what we're doing in places that you don't normally look. What it's doing to the shark population. What the shark population means. See, people think, well, the sharks are in the water and we're on land and it really doesn't matter to us. Uh, so why should I care? Uh, stand back. Learn. Listen. Find out why. Find out why. 
we need to stop two sharks every second, every day of every week of every month of all year long, two seconds, uh, every second, two sharks are killed. Two sharks. Two sharks. Well, it's like Ryan said. Something you know, I learned from, from Walton on Saturday night was the whole idea of, you know, when the sharks mean, I, you know, functions, you know, they eat disease, dead fish, things like, or, you know, sick fish, things of that nature. You know, they basically clean the sea. That's kind yes. of what it sounds like to me. You know? It is. Um, they, they, they have a great role. Go ahead. I'm just saying hello, people. I mean, you know, that's something to think about right there, you know. Um, something, out of sight, out of mind, KG. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't have said it better. It's not their problem. Well, yeah, it is your problem. And, it, and it really yeah. is. It really is. And, and you know, uh, JT mentioned that, uh, that those uh, people today, they were uh, thought it was fun and games to tie a oh, rope man, that... to the uh, fin of the shark and then drag the shark uh, along the water at Full high speed. speed. Uh, and has and, and we're finding out that that young man uh, has a history of cruelty to endangered animals. It's not just it's not even like he does this to you know cats, dogs, this that the other. He's just a sick pup. And he targets the endangered animals for whatever twist that helps his sick little mind. Lock me in the oh, room with this little bastard for for thirty seconds, and I promise you, I'll show him what how it gets done. Oh, he'll get his. Okay. Trust me, he'll get his. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but someday he's going to get his. And I hope to God somebody ties that same rope around his neck and pulls him behind a speedboat at high speeds. And we'll see how he likes it. All right. We've got two minutes left. JT, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up with you as I go ahead and answer the question that everybody has been waiting for the answer. And if it's real, is it a work? Thanks so much, as always, for joining us. And, uh, you know, uh, by the way, before I answer this, uh, Joey King was very upset with me because I said he was retired in a match. Until he wrestles in another match, I call it retirement. He is. I don't know what else. That's what it is. Call it. Um, That's folks, exactly what it is. Yeah, I don't know what else you call it, folks. I don't know what to do with that. Um, as always, thanks, JT. Fez437 on Twitter. Everyone, it is real simple. It is Shark Week. I have said on air before there's no way I'm going to do it. But the conservation level of it, from what I've heard from Ryan Walton, from the problems that they're truly having, for the awareness that they need to have, it's real. The just is really going in the water. I'm leaving tomorrow morning for West Palm Beach. I will be scouting out areas tomorrow during the day. And then Ryan Walton and myself will be out on a private charter boat and I will be going in the water with the sharks. It is not fake. It is not a work. I noticed nobody called in to say, I'll do it with you. I am the hardcore fantasy guest. And I'm out of here.